this week at Chemist Warehouse. Find Clear Eyes Eye Drops for only $9.99. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. 16 away from 8 on Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. 0800 150 is how you get in touch with us. Joining us now out of California is the man that wrote Tiger and Phil. Golf's most fascinating rivalry. Great read that. And he also covers golf uh, for the legendary Sports Illustrated magazine. Bob Harrod, come on in. How's California treating you, my friend? Oh, hey, it's great. No issues. Uh, it's uh, somewhat mild. The temperatures uh, usually doesn't rain here this time of year. Not too hot. And um, I think we're in for a good week. We could use a little more sun. It's been a bit hazy. The, the June gloom, as they call it here. Uh, but, uh, you know, no complaints. Thanks for having me, guys. Hey, anytime, man. Anytime. Now, Izzy, who's, uh, who's working, uh, I'm working with here, is, has played this course. He shot 77 on this course, Bob. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've had a chance to play it. Uh, what do you make of that as a round? I think that's tremendous. I'd have to question what tees he played from. <laughs> <laughs> we played because, off the whites. We played off the whites. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, listen, I'm, that's terrific anyway, cause, because it doesn't look that easy to me. Um, mm. You know, I've just been out there a little bit here uh, this afternoon, our time this morning, and, um, you know, <laughs> trying to relate my own game to what they're trying to do does not, does not appear to be all that easy. Uh, um, it's just um, it's a heck of a golf course, you know. It's a lot of... A lot of intricacies and obviously firm, fast mm. conditions, which these guys are far more used to than we are. Uh, but uh, I think everybody's kind of curious, you know, what's what's going to happen? How's it going to look? How's it going to play? It's, it's a bit of a mystery in the world of professional golf because they've never had a big tournament here like this. When you think of the course or when you've had a good look at the course and the makeup, look, it wasn't made up when I played it like it is going to be playing for the US Golf Open. Um, but when you look at the course, who's it more suited to when it comes to the golfers? Who's at the top of the list? Well, I think it's, I think whenever you're at a major, the guys who hit the ball solid who are, or are hitting it solid are, are more of the favorites. It's not a putting contest as much as we see week-to-week on tour where, you know, you can get away with some misses. Uh, I, I think if you're, if you're not hitting in the fairway, if, you're, if your game is off you're, and, and the, the conditions are firm, you know, your misses are going to roll off into the rough. Your misses to the greens are not going to stay. And now you're putting a lot of stress on your game. So, obviously, they're not all going to hit every fairway and every green, but the ones who hit the most and give themselves the most opportunities can, and can make some stress-free pars are probably going to be the ones. And so the guy I look to at the top of the list is Scotty Scheffler. Um, mm. You know, he's been a ball-striking machine here the last two months. If he'd have putted uh, with even just mediocre, he would have won the Memorial two weeks ago. He putted bad. He was last in the field in strokes game putting. But yet he was like first or second or third in several of the you know, other categories, you know, off the tee, tee to green, around the green, just not getting the ball in the hole, which, you know, obviously is part of the game too. But, but, but I, I, I just expect he's going to figure that out. Uh, you know, he's got the hard part down. So I think, I think uh, you know, he, you put him right up there. And, and, and I like John Rock too. You know, he's been playing great all year. Six, six months he's been playing great. He likes, he likes California. 
He won his other U.S. Open in San Diego uh, two years ago. Uh, he won a tournament earlier this year in California in Palm Springs, the, the American Express. So clearly it suits him. And, uh, you know, just given his form over the whole year, I, I, I kind of like him. And then I, 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 how do you not look at Kepka, Brooks Kepka? You know, who's been the best in the first two majors of anybody, winning one, finishing second in the other, and just seems to really get, his, get himself geared up for the big one. He's the last player to win it back-to-back as well. Uh, so that's got to go in his favour. He, he obviously likes the tournament. What, what about uh, a couple of guys who maybe aren't in the conversation quite so much? I mean, you talk about a long game, Bob. What about someone like Tony Finau? Could this be his time to shine? Yeah, you know, and I like a name like that who has been a little off the radar here lately. You know, he won in Mexico back in April and then really hasn't done much. You know, he didn't have a great PGA championship and, you know, but there's a guy that we sort of think is going to win majors uh, or, or should or should contend. Uh, and uh, uh, again, you know, it's, it's I, his, the thing that's typically held him back has been putting. So, you know, it's, I, I just don't see this being as big of a week for putting you know, you're going to have to make a lot of, you're going to have to two putt a lot, you know, so that evens it out for a guy like that. You know, he's, he's, uh, if, if he can two putt it to death and, and handle the par fives and, you know, sneak one in here or there somewhere else. And I think he's in, in great shape. If you have to, you know, shoot 66 every day, it's, he's less inclined. So I like a guy like Finau. Well, there's been plenty going on in the in the golfing world at the moment. Obviously, Jay Monaghan has stepped aside because of medical reasons. Are you able to give us an update on, on Jay's progress at the moment? And another question, you wrote Tiger and Phil, golf's most fascinating rivalry. Who is the most influential person in golf at the moment? Is Phil that man? Yeah, you know, as far as Jay, there's been no update. Um it was a little bit jarring to, to get that, uh, you know, that news. It was, it was late at night, our time uh, yesterday, uh, mm. 10 o'clock Eastern time, 7 o'clock here uh, on the West Coast. And, you know, the day was done. And all of a sudden we're announcing that he's got a health issue. And, oh, by the way, you know, we're appointing a couple of guys to kind of take over his duties. You know, look, read between the lines. If it was the flu or he had a cold or, you know, he was really tired or, you know, had a knee, had a knee operation, they, they might not have even needed to tell us, you know. But the fact that they felt compelled to tell us is interesting. It makes you wonder how long he's, he's going to have to recover, what it actually was he was dealing with. It's unfortunate. Um as far as the most influential in golf, that's a great question. I don't think it's, um, you know, Tiger still, Tiger still has a lot of influence, even while he's not playing. Um, but, but with the news of last week, and given the fact that he was sort of kept out of the loop on that, I, I just wonder now, you know, who, who does carry mm-hmm. the influence? So, um, you know, certainly... Certainly the, the folks with the public investment fund of Saudi Arabia are going to have some influence. <laughs> to what level? We're all still trying to figure that out. And I think that's, I think that's what's concerning about the whole thing. I mean, uh, you know, how much interest will they have? 
It's, it's a great question, and there's something to be found out. Yet, the most influential person mm. in golf could be the guy that runs the Saudi fund. Uh, that's, that's, that's not a bad <laughs> shout. Hey, just before we let you go, Bob, a uh, friend of the show, Adam Fahey, has messaged us, and he's given us his shout for uh, the uh, Los Angeles uh, Country Club. He's got Max Homer because he holds the course record of 61, Brooks because he's Brooks, Canlay because he's a California kid and has to break through sometime, Ram because he makes more birdies than bogeys, and Finau, long game for a long course, just needs his putt warm. Uh, of all those that he's given a shout out to, uh, he's, he's backing all the horses. Uh, who do you reckon is most likely to come through? I, I like, well, I like Brooks, as I said earlier, and, and Rom, but of those of those ones I didn't mention, I like Cantley the best. Um, you know, he's he's kind of hovered around it at a lot of these big tournaments and, and, and hasn't quite broke through. And obviously has a world-class game. He's ranked fourth or fifth in the world. There's a reason for that. Um, Homa is interesting. He's from this area. He does hold the course record. He did that in college. I think the golf course was a lot different then. Um, obviously, the competition was different. Um, and, and Max has not done well in majors in his career. Uh, I don't think he's posted a top ten in a major. So this is a, this, that's the next step for him, to getting contention in a major. And, uh, you know, maybe this is the week. Uh, that that he does that because he's he's been a little bit disappointing in the mm. biggest tournaments. Yeah, no, well said, Bob. Well said. Listen, man, thanks very much for your time. I know you're a busy man. You got a big tournament to cover. Enjoy it, and hopefully we can catch up again soon, eh? Sounds great. Thanks so much, guys. Nice talking to you. Yeah, thanks very much, uh, thanks, Bob Harrig there from Sports Illustrated with us here on Izzy and Kempi for breakfast six away from eight.